Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Loyalty. It means thick and thin. It means another shot at history. Another start for the ace. Another at bat for the kid. Another hero waiting to be born. Loyalty means the dream of winning it all never goes away and never will. The 2019 LA Dodgers, all season long on Sportsnet LA. Motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. AKA Blueprint One. <laughs> AKA Tomahawk Ready. <laughs> Tomahawk Ready. <laughs> Shit. Yo. How, how was your week, Ben Ready? The Pod Father. And it was wonderful, man. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. For once, finally. I have a wonderful week, man. Man, nigga been on a streak, boy. Streak of nastiness. Man, god damn. How about yours? Uh, my week was cool. Weekend was expensive as a motherfucker. <laughs> that, that, that was some shit. You know, it's always good to be exposed to some shit that you're not used to, and that definitely was some shit that I was not used to. I ain't never been to an actual steakhouse. Like, I've, I've been to... Uh, Black Angus before, but nigga, that's McDonald's compared to Roof Chris. <laughs> nigga, god damn. It was good though, right? It was amazing, my nigga. That's right. Yeah, and it's a trip, because you know, you, you pay a lot for the steak, and then that motherfucker stay in your stomach, nigga. I ain't, I ain't fully digested yet. I'm walking around with expensive steak. You look expensive today, man. You got yeah. the chain, got the everything all shiny. You know what I'm saying? Man, Why you know, not? The jewelry and the jewelry and all that good shit, you know. <laughs> Shout out to Callan Kaepernick. I got his jersey on and shit for the people who can't see the show. You know, it's a it's a beautiful thing. But yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't think steakhouses is gonna be in my future. Not no time close. Oh man, nigga, I, I was like, ooh, could have bought a nice pair of shoes with a pay for my food. But you know, it's it, it's just one of the things that you you got you you got to do it at least once. I always encourage people to try new shit. You know, get get the shit off your bucket list. You know, don't don't leave no stones unturned. So it was a good experience to say I did it. Almost like skydiving, my kid. You gotta spend a hundred dollars on a steak. You went skydiving? Hell no, nigga. I went indoor skydiving. I fly exactly, nigga. I said it. I, I got the, I got the feeling. I get it. It's not as scary when you indoors, nigga. But I've, I've flown. It was, it was, it was dope. But that shit expensive as a motherfucker too. If you ever do.
do that I fly shit. I took my wife to I fly for our anniversary. It was probably like our maybe our seventh anniversary. Mm-hmm. Niggas spent the cool like three, four hundred for literally maybe two minutes of that shit. Exactly, nigga. Uh, two minutes apiece or together? Uh, two minutes apiece. Because you can only do it by yourself. You can't have another motherfucker in there with you. Oh, they don't let you uh, hold hands like nah, they be nigga, doing you, in the air? Because the thing is, like, you got to you gotta be trained to do it. Oh, yeah. So it's not like just some regular shit where you just jump in that motherfucker and be flying. Like, they got to train you to do it, nigga. And, and how, they, how they hook you, that first time you do it, you in there with the motherfucker who, who's training you and showing you how to do the shit. So you in there with a nigga. So you ain't even really having fun that first time because you just learning how to do it. So you didn't already pay like a hundred dollars for that flight. So he like, oh, you want to do another one? That one only eighty dollars. And you like, yeah, bitch, of course I want to do the other one. I ain't even had fun the first time. So now you then drop one sixty and shit because it's you and another motherfucker. So you know it's expensive, but it's you know it's worth it for the experience. You know I'm I'm big on experience and shit. You know that's a, a a big part of this fucking episode. Play the fool, which is basically. Advice to the little homies, the younger niggas, like motherfuckers who who just starting their journey of adulthood, fresh out of high school, fresh out of college, even motherfuckers going into high school. Like, you know, just as a young motherfucker, we, we got to disconnect, I feel, between the generation before us and the generation under. Like, I feel like our generation, we was deprived a lot of older motherfuckers who, who really laced us with with game, like. It wasn't a lot of older motherfuckers to give us good, vital information to move us forward in life. Like, a lot of young motherfuckers just out here doing their own shit. Like, me personally, nigga, I bumped my head a lot as a young nigga because it wasn't a lot of motherfuckers who could tell me, hey, nigga, don't do this. Do it this way. Don't spend your money here. Spend it like this. Don't buy that. You know, stack some money up. Invest your money. You know, put some money to the side for this. You know, like... Nigga, I was just making a lot of mistakes on my own. Like, I had my dad in my life and shit, but it was a lot of shit that I felt like he didn't really tell me. You know, and and just as the black community, a lot of times, motherfuckers could only teach you at the level of their own personal understanding. So if you being taught by a motherfucker who don't understand a lot, they could only teach you so much. We got to learn in order to be able to teach the generation after us. Like, you know, and and my advice to younger homies is always stay learning. The reason I titled this episode Play the Fool is because, you know, I was super guilty of this shit coming up, and this is some information that I like to, to pass down to younger motherfuckers. I was the king of thinking I knew every motherfucking thing. It was like once I turned 12, I felt like I was a grown-ass man. Like, you couldn't tell me shit. Even, you know, 18, fresh out of high school, you couldn't tell me shit. Oh, nigga, when I get out of high school, nigga, I'm going to go get me a good job, go get me a motherfucking apartment, stack up me some money, and I'm going to do this, 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 and this. Like, I just wasn't finna make no fucking mistakes. And going into life with that attitude, it's, it's a hindrance. Like the, It's like the more you feel like you know, the less you actually know. And you go into a situation and, and just anything in life, the the more you feel like you know, the more you realize you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, so going into life with this nigga, I know it, I got it, 
every time a motherfucker try to give you some information, nigga, I know, I know, I know. And the thing is, nigga, you can learn from a baby. Like it, it, anything that you observe long enough, if you have the 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 mindset of a student, if you go into any situation with the mindset, I'm going to learn something, you will. So no matter who it is giving you some game, like, you know, nigga, like I would sit with crackheads and just talk to their motherfucking ass. Like I would just sit there and talk to motherfuckers who, who made mistakes in life. Because, you know, the thing about in, in, in information, intelligence, and wisdom, smart motherfuckers learn from their mistakes. Wise motherfuckers learn from the mistakes of others. And I always, you know, lived by those words. Like, I like to talk to motherfuckers and find out where they fucked up at and avoid the pitfalls that they fell into by looking at what they did and saying, okay, that's where he fell. So instead of doing what he did to fail, I'm going to go this way. So, like, I would talk to crackheads. Like, at what point did you try that shit? Like, what was it that intrigued you enough to make you try some shit that's going to ruin your fucking life? And the thing about it is the parallel of the crack era. And, like, right now we got lean and all these pills and shit. Back then, crack was like the new hot drug on the street. Right. So it wasn't like there were crackheads when crackheads became crackheads. That's why we don't have a lot of new crackheads. Because we saw like, oh, damn, that's what crack do? I ain't fucking with that shit. So like now, we don't have crack no more. Like crack is like a played out thing. It's like the crackheads still on crack. But ain't no young niggas seeing what crack do to crackheads and starting to try crack. But, like, when I look at lean, Xanax, and all these pills, I'm like, that's that might be our crack. That's how I felt ecstasy was. That's why I never tried that. Mm-hmm. Like, me personally, I've never <clears> been <throat> the, ooh, what's the new hot drug on the street? Let me try it. Because that's what hit the crackheads. And that's the, the advice that I give to, like, younger niggas around me. Like, hey, nigga, you know, y'all niggas see these niggas popping pills and doing lean and all this shit. Nigga, when I was growing up, it was cocaine and all that shit. Like, them drugs fuck you up. And you don't know till sometimes a couple years down the line. Like, imagine the niggas who was doing coke. It was it was fly, bossy, flossy shit. Like, yeah, nigga, and now you a fucking fiend and you fucked up. But by the time you realize you fucked up, it's too late. It was a person with a... Uh... Well, money drug. You got to have money to do that type shit. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but shit, nigga, lean is like that. Nigga, lean ain't cheap. But nigga, you don't know what the fuck lean to do to you. The crazy shit is, you know, it supposedly killed Pimp C and gave Lil Wayne all them seizures. But nigga's still doing that shit. Like, it's, it's a lot of these new, you know, flossy little drugs that niggas is doing. That's like, you know, as, as a young nigga, I understand... When when you coming up as a young motherfucker in life, you you make a lot of mistakes. And it's excused to make a lot of mistakes. You know, like I tell, you know, like my little sisters and shit, like, you know, do do your little dirt nowadays, but do it within reason. Because while a lot of your mistakes as a young motherfucker are excused, some mistakes you make can have permanent consequences. Like I had a little cousin I used to hit licks, and I'm like, my nigga. 
it's cool right now while you're doing your little thing, but nigga, a felony gonna stay with you. You don't wanna you don't wanna make that type of mistake in your young adulthood because that could travel with you and that could stop a whole lot of money for you. You might pass on five G's here, ten G's here, but it could cost you hundreds of thousands in the long run. Because there's good jobs that probably would have hired you, but when they saw that felony, they decided to go in another direction. So it's a lot of shit that you're going to do as a young motherfucker that, you know, yeah, nigga, drink, get drunk, throw up, pass out, you know, sleep with a motherfucker that, you know, maybe ain't finna be your wife or your husband. Yeah, have fun. But like I say, do that shit in moderation. You know, it's, it's something that I always would say as a young motherfucker, when you're doing something stupid, be smart about it. You know, like you, you, you doing, you know, like, like, like I said, if you having a, a sexual relationship with a person and you know, it ain't going nowhere, at least wear a condom, pull out, you know, take, take safety precautions when you're doing shit like that, because a baby could change your life forever. Nigga, a STD could change your life. You get AIDS, nigga, you crapped out. You get herpes. Nigga, that's the unshakable. You're going to be itching and burning forever. And that could stop you from getting your queen. Because, you know, you could you could meet the perfect woman. Like, you know what? This this is my Beyonce right here. She find out you got herpes, nigga. Nigga, you might as well have tried to become, you know, a, a, a corporate executive with a felony on your record. Like, nigga, I'm not finna fuck with you and, and you got herpes, nigga. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, like niggas. So when when you young and and in your mistake making stage, man, just be mindful of shit like that. Like you know, I understand you know that youthful ignorance, and it's a cool thing. You know, like I tell my homeboys, man, enjoy them twenties. But while you enjoying them twenties, remember that your thirties coming. So put some money away, save <laughs> some money. You know, when when you coming out of high school or coming into high school. And this is something, you know, that as parents, we we, we really got to start doing more. Ask your kids what they want to be when they grow up and try to help them to achieve that goal honestly. Like in real life, like what do you really want to be when you grow up? So you keep that in mind, you know, and as a young motherfucker, 19, 20, like what do I really want to be doing in five years? Like what do I really want to be doing in 10 years? And what am I doing to make that shit happen. Like, and, you know, if let's just say, you know, you, you want to be a rapper or some shit. You know, even if it's some goofy shit. And I ain't going to say being a rapper is goofy, but at the same time, it's a it's a long shot. Yeah, that's a, the success ratio is, man, it's tough. Exactly. It's very tough. Exactly. And this is this is a question that I want to ask young niggas who, who, who honestly want to be rappers. Think about how many players is in the NBA. It's what, 300, 350 players in the NBA? Give or take. All right. How many rappers is on the radio? <laughs> Shit, about 10. Exactly. <laughs> so, nigga, you, you got a better chance of getting in the fucking NBA than you got of being a successful rapper. So when you, you, you know, you on your listening to Lose Yourself by Eminem and... You know, you you psyching yourself up to, nigga, this, this, it's going to be rap or nothing. 
think about those odds of you being a rapper. You literally have a better chance of winning the lottery than being a successful hip hop artist. And when you're doing that shit, you gotta you you gotta think about like what what is a what would you call it an attainable goal? Because I believe in goals. I believe in deadlines on goals. Like what? Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. What is a, a, a good number for you? If you do want to be a rapper, because the thing is, everybody's not going to be Jay-Z, but there are rappers who a lot of us not even aware of that are successful, like Tech 9 mm-hmm. or Sibo or my favorite rapper, Sugar Free. Like, it's a lot of motherfuckers that's successful on the underground. You can have un- you can have underground success. And if, if you could be successful as an underground rapper, that's okay. You know, because success is a, like, I I look at success as an equation. Like, I look at success as destination over expectation. Like, where you land as opposed to where you aimed for. And, Mm. you know, it's good to aim high. But at the same time, you got to have, like, a ceiling and a floor on your destination. So it's like your expectation is like this. I could either be Jay-Z or I could be, and then you name that. Like, okay, if if I don't become the top rapper on the radio, I'll be cool with, let's just say, making $75,000 a year rapping. Like, Yeah, that's what I, when I was doing the music shit, that's what I used to tell the, the artists under me, like, nigga, if, all else fails. If a nigga make a hundred, a hundred a year doing what you love to do, you a success. It's a success. Yeah, like if if you could pay a mortgage <clears throat> off of being a rapper, even if you got a little two three bedroom house and both your kids got their own room and you and your wife got a role, success. You a successful fucking rapper. You know, a lot of motherfuckers let what another person doing fuck their brain up. Like, you look at this nigga over here and you feel like because you not where he at, you not successful. But that ain't the fucking case. Nigga, if your kids is fed, your wife is happy, you got clothes on your back, you ate today, you a success. Mm -hmm. You know, especially with a lot of motherfuckers like us who come from, you know, uh, a a meager upbringing. Like, nigga, I, I spent years homeless growing up. Like, nigga, for me to be able to pay a mortgage for both of my kids to have their own room 
and a backyard and a front yard and all type of toys to play with and they own TVs in their rooms and a upstairs, downstairs house, which is something I never lived in growing up. I'm a motherfucking success. Like this is nigga, this is like almost unfathomable. Like there was times in my life I would have never thought that I would just like see a, a, a tax statement to see a hundred thousand at the end of the year. Like I'm, I'm, I've surpassed what my goals was as a young motherfucker. And again, the reason that I say you should have a ceiling and a floor on the goals that you set for yourself is because I only had a floor. I didn't have a ceiling. Like now as a 36 year old man, I'm trying to figure out what my ceiling is because I didn't broke through the fucking floor. Like, I've reached the goals that I have for myself because, honestly, in high school, I felt like, shit, school bus driver. That's enough for me. If I could become a school bus driver and mm-hmm. just keep my rent paid, that's that's success for me. If I could get me, like, a low rider or, like, a nice car, that's success for me. Bruh, if you, if you can live the type of life you want to live and be comfortable and happy... Back success, nigga. You, you not you not uh, on the streets. You ain't strung out. You you can shit. You can fuck around and if if what all you want to do is just fucking play games all day, but you you know you could afford you got a decent enough job. That's what you want to do all day. Hey, your, your, all your bills paid. It's success, nigga. It's you can't measure success off of other people's success. Exactly. Everybody and that's, shit different. Exactly. And nowadays it's becoming a lot harder. You know, mm-hmm. because we come from a different generation than the little homies who I'm talking to in this episode. Me and you growing up, it wasn't no fucking social media. Mm-hmm. So we wasn't growing up looking at niggas 5,000 miles away in fucking Dubai, our age, driving Ferraris and Lamborghinis and doing all type of shit that a lot of times ain't even real. A lot of these niggas is spending their parents' money. So we not comparing our practice film to they highlight reel, you know, because that's what a, a lot of what you see on Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and all these social networks is niggas showing you the best of what they got going on. You know, a lot of times what motherfuckers is, is showing you online ain't even real. Like these niggas is driving their mama cars and saying it's theirs. They, they, you know, they, they got a different deck of cars than you got. They, they doing different shit than, than you doing. So you looking at them and you feeling like you not doing enough because they like, damn, this this nigga got a motherfucking Maserati. He only 19. Oh, damn, this nigga got this. This nigga got this. I only got this. And it's like, nigga, you can't be looking to the left and to the right because, you know, like Nipsey say, it's a motherfucking marathon. And any motherfucker who ran track, no, nigga, if you looking to the left and to the right, you're going to slow your own person. You're going to slow your steps down. Mm-hmm. So you got to focus on what your shit is. You got to focus on your goals. You got to look at what you aiming for. Because if you looking at what the nigga and the nigga, the nigga on the left and the nigga on the right doing, they going to, of course, go ahead of you. Because they in they fucking lane. You got to focus on your fucking lane. And, you know, like, a lot of young motherfuckers, like, when it comes to staying in your own lane, like, I understand being focused. You know, be be focused on what you're doing, but don't be so focused to where you can't 
make a left or a right maneuver if what you focused on ain't your thing. Like, if you look at most successful rappers, what they had going on was something else that made them rich. Like, rap was what made them famous. But like with a Nipsey, clothing made him rich. Merchandise made him rich. Outside business ventures and investments made him rich. Like, Jay-Z, liquor, you know. Clothes. Yeah, clothing, Clubs, sports agencies. All kind of shit. Exactly. Like, you know, when, when when you doing what you're doing in life, always keep a side hustle in mind. You know, like when, when us growing up, before sports medicine became what it was, it was always like, you know, don't try to don't try to focus so heavy on basketball. You always got to have something to fall back on because you might blow your knee out and then you can't play sports no more. So you got to get you a degree to make sure that you got something to fall back on. You know, nowadays with, with sports medicine being so advanced, motherfuckers ain't even thinking about they need going out. Like, motherfuckers ain't even thinking about having to step off into some uh, some other shit. Mm-hmm. So they want to be so focused on what they doing, and that's cool to be focused because anything that you want to be great at, you got to focus on. But at the same time, you also got to have a side hustle. Like my step-pops used to tell me growing up all the time, a nigga ain't shit without a side hustle because if you get fired from your job, now you fucked. So you always got to have something that you could bounce off on. Like it's always good to have a trade on the side. Like, it's cool to have a CDL, but it's also cool to have a little talent. Like, just in case this don't work out, I could do this. Like, me personally, I'm just a hustler. Like, I've owned a barbershop. I've done graphic design. You know, I'm I'm always doing something. Like, nigga, I got a clothing line. I'm podcasting now, and I drive trucks. Like, nigga, I'm, I'm always trying to make sure that I'm doing something. You know, it's always good to keep yourself busy. You know, as a young motherfucker, of course you're going to want to party and chase females around or females. Y'all going to want to do your little hot girl summer shit and all that. And that's cool. But, you know, you always got to keep the future in mind because time is always moving. Like, you know, I know it feel like your 20s is lasting a long fucking time. But you're going to be old way longer than you're going to be young. So don't try to make all your mistakes as a young motherfucker because when it comes to you being a young motherfucker and you're going to make a lot of mistakes as a young person, then that's cool. You know, failure is not final. Failure is what happens on the way to success. So don't let not or don't let a motherfucker saying no fuck your brain up. You know, because when you're young, it's, it's going to be a lot of doors get slammed in your face. It's a lot of shit you're going to try to do that you're going to fail at. And youth is a big part of it. It's a lot of jobs that's not going to hire you because of your age. Like, oh, you only 21? You ain't got no fucking experience? Mm-hmm. Nah, we can't fuck with you. And the thing is, a lot of times, you know, you're going to have to try to get some experience in the field. You know, even if you got to take it at a level that, that you feel like it is beneath you or below you. You know, like part of, I, I just talked about it on our episode of Cat vs. Dog Podcast. Like, me and my wife, we got married, and I lost my job early in our marriage. Like, nigga, we was only married a couple of months, and I lost my fucking CDL. And, nigga, I had to go hunting for work. 
Like, nigga, it, it was grown man time. You know, like I tell motherfuckers, I don't judge niggas in success. I judge niggas in failure. Like, it's it's easy to look great when everything going good, but what type of man are you when shit going wrong? Like, that's when you really know what type of motherfucker you dealing with. So, like, with me, I lost my CDL, nigga. They repoed my truck. Like, it was all type of shit I had going on that was vamoose because I went from making a G a week to making zero a week. So it was hustle time, nigga. Like, I took a fucked up job at this place called New Basis, nigga. And it's crazy because one of my old coworkers is watching. What's going on, Scott? Like, nigga, I had to write my wife and my son name on my gloves to keep me from quitting. That's why I got my wife's name tattooed on me. Like, nigga, when I was in that motherfucker, every day I wanted to quit. But I couldn't just do what a lot of motherfuckers do, which is, oh, well, if it's not making this much money... I ain't gonna fuck with it. Oh, if I'm not doing this, I ain't fucking with it. Like, it's good to have pride. You know, pride is a motivator. Pride to make you say, nigga, I'm not accepting nothing less than this, and that's a good thing. But don't let pride stop you from getting to that thing you aiming at. Because a lot of times, you're not gonna be able to start out as the fucking executive. You're gonna have to start off in the mailroom. You know, sometimes you're going to have to start out working at McDonald's. You're going to have to start out on the fries and then work your way up. You know, a lot of motherfuckers, you know, like I said, we we in this social media generation. So these motherfuckers, all they see is the highlights of niggas. You see niggas spending money and partying and doing all type of fly shit, buying jewelry, buying houses and buying all this shit. And you looking at it like, damn, how the fuck am I going to do that? You know, sometimes you'll see a motherfucker, they your age and they doing that shit. And you like, damn, I'm fucking up. I, how, how the fuck don't I have all that shit he got? But you don't see the grind that this motherfucker had to go through. You don't see the work that motherfuckers is putting in. They struggling just like you. A lot of these motherfuckers that you see doing a lot of shit is fucked up just like you fucked up. They just making it look good. They make it look fly. But, nigga, they going through the same struggles you going through. Just like you looking at them and you jealous of what they got going on, they looking at another motherfucker the same way you looking at them and they jealous of what they got going on. Mm. Like, nigga, just like you, like, damn, I wish I had that car. They driving that car looking up the street like, nigga, I wish I had that car. Like, no matter where you at in life, it's going to be somebody ahead of you. So just remember, nigga, run your race. Just be be focused on what's for you. Don't worry about what's for them. Because what's for you might be ahead of them if you focus on what's for you. Like, you know, you, you might be working towards something and you looking at another motherfucker that's working on something and they might be a little ahead of you. But, you know, it's just like when you watch, like, marathon running and it's the motherfucker that sprint out the gate. He ahead now. But once his legs get tired... That little Nigerian motherfucker that was just pacing, gonna fly past his ass. And we so we see it numerous times when the motherfuckers think they won, and then they celebrating and shit. Exactly, nigga, you 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 running with your hands up, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And here come this motherfucker. Nigerian ain't come take your shit. Now your ass in second place, cause my nigga uh, Baba Tunde Mabumbo and flew past your motherfucking ass. <laughs> You know, like, nigga, that nigga Baba Tunde, a cold motherfucker. 
you know, stupid. nigga. That's but that's what I'm saying. Like you know, you you looking at what motherfuckers is doing, and and it's it's fucking you up because you like, damn, my nigga, how the fuck? Like I remember, like when I was in my twenties, you know, and and me and my dad would get into it behind this shit because like I was broke, you know. I'm I'm doing telemarketing and working at temp agencies and shit. Like sometimes I didn't have a job, and you know he like pointing to the the niggas in my neck. Man, look at. Look at what Trayvon got, nigga. Trayvon got this, this, this. Look at that nigga that bought him a truck. He, that motherfucker on spinners. And nigga, look at Marcus over here. Nigga, Marcus got this and this and this. And I'm like, motherfucker. You know, because, like, I'm getting down on myself. Because this nigga's my age doing better than me. But mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, don't trip. We, you know, let's let's see in 10 years. Because there's a lot of motherfuckers. And I tell niggas all the time, like, you know, it's a lot of motherfuckers I was jealous of in high school. And I still see them. And every time I see him, I tell him, I don't like I don't like ice in my sprite. Because a lot of them motherfuckers is behind where I'm at. <laughs> you know, like nigga, large fry, extra salt. You know, when when we was in high school, they was the motherfucking man. Now as I'm driving past him at the bus stop, nigga, chunk the deuces up, nigga. You know, I'm I'm pacing. And I've been pacing. Like, nigga, I've been running my race. Nigga, I'm not worried about them motherfuckers. Because a lot of the niggas... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's red tag sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Is that you jealous of right now, nigga? It look good right now. You know, a lot of motherfuckers sprint out the gate. A lot of these niggas, like, you'll see them, you know, y'all graduate high school, and you like, damn, this nigga already got a Dodge Charger? Yeah, his mama bought it. You know, that's the part a lot of niggas don't see. Like, a, lo- a lot of motherfuckers had a head start. But that don't mean they st- they gonna beat you. Mm-hmm. You know, nigga, just run your fucking race. You know? And the reason that I named this shit Play the Fool is because as a young motherfucker, a lot of young motherfuckers don't like to listen to older motherfuckers. A lot of motherfuckers be, you know, when when they see a nigga, I ain't gonna say a nigga like me, because most motherfuckers who fuck with me, like my, my little younger homies who I got influence over, they listen. And that's the reason I fuck with them. Because, you know, my, my little young niggas who I fuck with, they, 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 they receptive. You know, they, they listen to the information that I got and they take they take it with stride and they do their shit. But, you know, a lot of younger motherfuckers, they don't like to accept instruction from older motherfuckers because they look at you like an old nigga, old head. Oh, nigga, you, you, you don't know what the fuck going on, nigga. This a whole new generation. It ain't nothing like it was when you was growing up. And the thing is, it ain't really a lot of new shit under the sun. You know, a lot of shit is the same. It's just repackaged. So, 
you know, you you might be looking at what what, what the old motherfuckers doing. You like, oh nigga, y'all niggas didn't have the internet, so it's different now. It ain't much different, you know. The thing about it is the difference between back in the days and nowadays. It's easier nowadays to become a millionaire, mm-hmm. but it's harder nowadays to become middle class. And middle class is a lot more attainable than becoming a millionaire. Because as easy as it is to become a millionaire as opposed to back in the days, it ain't fucking easy. It's easier. So, like, when you look at, say, starting an online business or a website or an app or something of that nature, yes, you could become a multimillionaire like that. Like, on some, you know, I created this app and this happened. But what's a lot more difficult than it was back in the day was getting a job that could buy you a house. Like growing up, a lot of our parents was able to be five, six years out of high school and buy a home. They was able to sustain themselves a lot easier off of the income of an unskilled labor. Nowadays, without a degree, life hard than a motherfucker. Without knowing a person, life hard than a motherfucker. And I did an episode called Relationships where I talk about the relationships that you create, where you got to get around motherfuckers who making the right moves. When you in high school, you should be trying to get around niggas who doing their work, who paying attention to class, who got something that they, you know, like, oh, you know, when I graduate high school, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. Them the type of niggas you should be getting around. Because when you getting around the knuckleheads and the motherfuckers who cool and the popular motherfuckers and all that shit, man, if you fucking with niggas who ain't got no goals, that's going to fuck you up. You know, yeah, it's fun now in high school while you fucking with your homeboys who ain't got nothing cracking. But you're going to be surprised where the nerds is at when y'all niggas is at that 10-year reunion and that 20-year reunion. And them motherfuckers pulling up in the brand new big body bins and motherfucking 745 BMWs and all that shit and life is real saucy for them. And then you see the popular bitch and she got three or four kids. You know, she ain't even with the daddy or none of them. She all fucked up. The bitch who you thought was the baddest bitch in high school then blew up. The nigga who was the popular football player, nigga, that nigga, you know, he got a fucked up job somewhere and, you know, he all fucked up and the dorky niggas out here showing out pulling up in some fly shit, dressed up real nice. The, the, the nigga you used to laugh at, nigga, he done got his teeth fixed. Now he looking good and some more shit. Like, you know, youth is only this long in the grand scheme of your life. You only going to be 20 for 10 years. You only going to be in high school four years. Junior high school, two to three years. Like this little time you got a youth, enjoy it. But always keep the future in mind. Because what's ahead of you is a whole lot longer than what you're experiencing now and what's behind you. And that's why I say to get around motherfuckers that's older than you. Because them motherfuckers done gone through a lot of shit that you gonna go through. So they got experience that shit that you can't even fathom is gonna happen. You know? And a lot of times falling on your ass is the best thing that can happen to you coming out the gate. So don't let it discourage you. It should encourage you. You know, when you go off into the first thing that you try to do, like just, you know, say, 
Because a lot of, you know, nowadays, a lot of these young motherfuckers, you know, they they enterprising. Like, young motherfuckers want to start businesses and, mm-hmm. you know, shit like that. And it's commendable. But a lot of times what y'all little motherfuckers going to have to understand is failure is going to happen. A lot of times that first little business you start, you know, you want to start a little clothing line. Oh, man, I sell T-shirts and I got this and I got this and it's going on. It's not always going to be a success. Your first business venture ain't always a success. Trust me, nigga, I done failed at four or five of them motherfuckers. You know, a lot of shit you do as a youth is not going to go the way that you want it to go. But that shouldn't discourage you. That just lets you know, okay, for sure, that didn't work. Let me come back at it this way. Let me try that shit this way. And you go at it another way. You know, you shouldn't let failure fuck you up. Because failure is a part of success. If you talk to any successful motherfucker, they going to tell you, oh, yeah, I did this, 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 and this, and all of them failed. But this one, this was the hitter. You know, like, and when you talking to older motherfuckers in general, you know, older motherfuckers is the ones who going to tell you about this was a flop, this was a failure, this didn't go right, but I stuck to that shit, and then this is when it hit. You know, because a, a lot of old motherfuckers, you know, they 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 got game. You know, they they got experience. Mm-hmm. You know, them niggas done been your age, but you ain't never been theirs. So it's always good to talk to a motherfucker who done been in your shoes. It's good to talk to a motherfucker who done did what you doing, who done been where you been. You know, like I always like to get around motherfuckers who, who at where I want to be. Like I ain't never talked to my fucking coworkers. Until I got the job that I got now. Because now the job that I got, all my coworkers is homeowners and shit. So them be the motherfuckers who I like to have conversation with. You know, as a young motherfucker, it's it's cool to talk to your friends and your peer group and your homeboys and niggas who you grew up with and niggas who you went to school with. But at the same time, a lot of these motherfuckers ain't really giving you nothing but, what you call it, like just fun shit. You know, and it's cool to talk to your homeboys and y'all not exchanging no information. But you should have somebody in your life who giving you some type of ism. You know, whether that be like your your, your neighbor up the street. You know, you, you like the car he drive or, you know, some motherfucker who you done just ran into. Because, you know, like when I was young, like if I seen a nigga with a, with a fly car, hey, where you get that from? What you do for a living? Where you work at? You know, like, nigga, how, how, can, how can I get into that shit? Because, you know, growing up, my dad was a school bus driver. And my dad had a Mercedes and a lowrider. So I said, all right, that's what I want to do growing up. And I became a school bus driver. But I wasn't making no motherfucking Mercedes lowrider money. So I had to get around motherfuckers like, God damn, nigga, what is the niggas that got all this shit doing? And I had to move accordingly. And I ended up being a truck driver through a co-worker who was driving a way flyer car than me. I had a co-worker at the job, G Hustle. And this nigga had the Chrysler 300 when the motherfuckers came out. I'm like, damn, nigga, how the fuck you get the Chrysler 300? He like, oh, I'm in the training department. For sure. That's all I needed, nigga. I was grinding like a motherfucker. Got in the training department. I'm in the training department. I ain't got Chrysler 300 money. I'm like, what the fuck? It, nigga, how the fuck do I get a Chrysler 300? Because mm-hmm. remember when the Chrysler 300 came out, them motherfuckers was looking like phantoms to niggas. Like, yeah. nigga, 
I get a Chrysler 300, nigga, I'm finna be on. You know, whole time, his girl make more money than him. Mm. He didn't tell me that part. All I know is I'm doing everything that the niggas is telling me to do to get the shit that I want. And that's the, 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 the lesson that I give niggas. When you trying to get to something, find the niggas who got what you want and copy their moves. Get up under them and soak up all the information that you could get from them like a sponge. Because the worst thing you could do in this life is act like you know every motherfucking thing. Because, nigga, at the age that I'm at, I don't feel like I know shit. As much as I feel like I know, I know that it's a lot more that I don't know than what I do know. And I approach life like that. Like, you should be trying to get every fucking piece of information that you sh- you can get. Because they say information is fucking power. You know, and a lot of times, we run around this motherfucker swearing to God that we just know every fucking thing. Especially when you got some money in your pocket. You know, because like I tell motherfuckers, a, a lot of what hinders people is getting too successful too early. Because that's what slowed me down a lot in life. Like, you know, I, I, I acquired some revenue at an early point in my life. And I think that's what fucked me up when I end up losing my CDL. Because I was on some niggas can't tell me shit shit. Like, I used to be the king of, why the fuck would I take advice from this nigga? And I got a brand new car off the lot and he driving some old shit. Nigga, how, how the fuck I'm going to take advice from this nigga? And I'm here and he here. How I'm gonna take advice from this nigga and I'm I'm only 24. I got my own apartment, own car, own this. Cause you know that that used to be nigga, I thought I was the shit when I was in my early twenties. Cause right. nigga I already had a fresh, you know, fresh truck, TVs, nigga, cool job, nice size apartment. Nigga, can't nobody tell me shit. But in hindsight, if I was around some older niggas who could really give me some information. Ain't no telling where I be, you know, and I tell young motherfuckers that shit like, you know, nigga, you should always be trying to learn. Even if you feel like you ahead of the motherfucker you learning from, nigga, you can learn something from anybody mm-hmm. if you observe long enough. And especially a motherfucker who's in a position that you want to be in them, the main motherfuckers you should be trying to get around in your life. You should for sure be trying to get around the niggas that's on. The old heads that you might be laughing at how they dress and all that shit, but that nigga got a fresh ass Harley, a, a cool house and all that shit. Them the niggas you need to be talking to, because me right now, nigga, like I'm, I'm, I'm good for that shit. I see a nigga some fly shit, damn nigga, that, that's a fresh ass G five truck, nigga. What you, you own a business or something? Like what you do, nigga? Tell me. Oh word, no shit. Hey, uh, you know if you don't mind. Take take my number down, you know. Can 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 I can I kick it with you or something like you know, just just chop it up for a minute, cause you know I'm I'm trying to get it like you getting it, my nigga. Like you know, nigga, if if, if you got you a, a a business card or something, nigga, I, I'll chill with you, cause I'm trying to get it like you getting it. And nigga, you know, little young motherfuckers around me know when when niggas come at me with that shit, cause you know, like I used to live in apartments. A lot of young motherfuckers in my apartment say, hey, nigga, you know what, what you do, man? Nigga, I see you always stay with the fresh LeBrons and the shoes and, you know, the car and all this shit. And I tell them, nigga, I get them niggas step-by-step information. Nigga, as long as you're willing to listen, I'm willing to teach. You know, because I'm a truck driver. 
I done personally put at least 30 motherfuckers behind the wheel. Like, and that ain't no exaggerated number. It's probably more than that. That's just the motherfuckers who I could account for. But me personally, just as a motherfucker in the position that I'm in, and it ain't like I'm no fucking multimillionaire or nothing, but I'm successful in my own mind. And a lot of motherfuckers, you got to look at success like that. You know, success is destination over expectation. So as a young motherfucker, you should be setting your expectations of where you see yourself and what success is to you. Mm-hmm. You know, when you 18, you got to ask yourself, where do I want to be at 30? What do I honestly see myself doing at 30? And you got to set a ceiling and a floor. And the ceiling honestly should be whatever, millions. Nigga, dream big. But when you dream big, you also got to keep it realistic. And that's what a floor is. So it's like, okay. If I'm not a millionaire by 30, I'll be happy with making $38,000 a year. Or I'll be happy with making $22 an hour. You know, and you got to keep it like that. So when you hit 30 and you making $27 an hour, you're like, okay, cool. This is this is a little higher than what I saw myself at. Or, okay, I, I, I need to work a little harder. I saw myself being a little higher than this at this age. So I should be working a little little more. I need I need to be pushing a little harder to, to reach where I said I was going to be at. Because where a lot of people fuck up at, they only thinking about the ceiling. Me, I was only thinking about the floor. I aimed super low. Like I was like, nigga, long as I got my rent paid and a car that run... That's all. I'm good, nigga. For sure. Nigga, once I hit that, it was like, okay, fuck, now what? You know, and that's where motherfuckers become stagnant. You know, when when you hit the... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, the goal, you got to be thinking of another one. Like, all right, for sure, what shit, nigga? Now I done, I done got to this, now what? And that's when it's time to start getting around motherfuckers who done been where you been at. You know, and them motherfuckers that help you plan your goals out. If they don't do it, what would you call it? Like, literally, like telling you, look, nigga, this is where you need to be at. They'll do it through action. You know, you'll be like, all right, for sure. I, I, I like that nigga got that big-ass backyard in his house. I should be trying to get me a house with a big backyard. Or that nigga is doing this. By the time I get that nigga age, I'm for sure going to have this. You know, because a lot of times, life is about what you see. Like, you know, a lot of motherfuckers, a lot of shit ain't realistic to them because they ain't never seen it in real life. You know, like, with us going to that fucking steakhouse yesterday. Like, it's really niggas out here dropping $100 on steak. Meat. 
dead cow flesh, nigga. A <laughs> hundred fucking dollars. Like, nigga, I couldn't believe that shit. But it's like, if you're not exposed to certain shit, it ain't realistic to you. Like, I remember uh, the church that I went to, the motherfuckers took us to Newport Beach. And they basically had us going through the fancy mall. Like, where they got, like, the Gucci store and Louis Vuitton and Neiman Marcus and all of this shit. And motherfuckers driving Ferraris and Lamborghinis and Porsches and all that. And it's to expose you to certain shit. To let you know that it's attainable. It's in the orange reach. Exactly. Because the thing is, in the hood, you know, our our scope of what's the, the big shit is a lot of times what the street niggas got. So if the, 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 the top street nigga in your hood only got a Cadillac, to you, that's the, the bar. Like, oh, nigga, if I get a Cadillac, I'm going to be on. But you don't even know. Like, niggas, niggas out here with Bentleys and Lamborghinis and Rolls Royces and shit, and you could get that if that's what you honestly aim for, if that's what you work towards, if that's what you set your mind toward getting. You know, and it's a lot of motherfuckers that can get that. It's a lot of niggas out the hood that started a business and was able to do shit like that. Like, say, a Nipsey Hustle. Mm-hmm. That nigga from around the motherfucking corner, and he was able to become a multimillionaire, you know, off legal money, off doing what he was supposed to do, off of just grinding. You know, and a lot of motherfuckers could do that, but you got to get around the type of motherfuckers whose behavior and the information that they give to you is conducive to that. Like, they the motherfuckers that that push you to that. A lot of times, you got to get around the motherfuckers that push you to be better. You know, they see you doing something, and they tell you you could be doing more. You know, a lot of motherfuckers don't like criticism. But you always got to be around people who you feel comfortable with their feedback. Like, you got to have that motherfucker in your corner that could tell you that that wasn't it, chief. That that wasn't enough. You could have did way better. You know, like if 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 you a rapper, you gotta have a nigga to tell you, nah, that that verse was weak. You, rewrite that whole verse. You need to go back in the studio and redo that whole shit. Or you know, a, a older motherfucker that see you work at, I don't know, Target warehouse. And he like, man, how much you making at Target Warehouse? And you like, oh, I make 16 an hour. He like, man, nigga, you could be making way more than that. How long you been working there? Nigga, why don't you go, you know, uh, update your resume and go work here? Or, you know, go, you know, what 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 you plan on really doing with your life? Why you working there? Why don't you go go take some classes at the junior college and and go do this? You got to have a motherfucker that, that could tell you to do something better with your life. Because a lot of motherfuckers, they see you doing all right, and they'll let you just do all right. But you got to have motherfuckers in your life to tell you, like, nah, nigga, you could be doing a lot better. And it's cool if that was your goal, you know, because if you found a job that you like and you comfortable and everything in your life is going cool, then that's great. But at the same time, there's motherfuckers that's going to push you to do more. Sometimes you might not even want them to tell you that. But at the same time, it's only better for you. You know, as a young motherfucker, you got to get around older motherfuckers that got your best interests in mind. Because there's a lot of motherfuckers around you that want to see you do better. You know, don't get around them old motherfuckers who just want to be competition. You know, don't get around these fake ass big homies. 
you know, the motherfuckers, the motherfuckers that's going to try to convince you to do some dumb shit. Because those motherfuckers exist too. Them old bitch-ass niggas who didn't put no work in, but they trying to convince you to do it. Don't get around them motherfuckers. You know, you got to get around the motherfuckers that's going to tell you to do some positive shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's motherfuckers around here that that honestly want to, you know, see see you do do better. And a lot of times, the motherfuckers might not be somebody in your family. I think with the, with the the younger generation, what they fail to realize, it's a lot of shit out here. I think they feel like college. You know, you can go make a, a nice living without college, as you say. You got truck driving. You got HVAC. You got all kind of shit you can do that that can make bread. Fucking without going to college for, you know, eight years or whatever the case. You know what I'm saying? College is great. But if you're going for something, you know, if you're going for something you want to do, because some people don't have a clue. They just want to make, they just want to live and be cool or whatever the case. Like, it's it's yeah. a lot of, it's a lot of doors out here that a lot of niggas don't know because people before them didn't, didn't put them up onto it. Or they, exactly. they not exposed to it. Just like the niggas you put on with, with truck driving. They probably was like, nigga, I never, <laughs> nigga, I never, I never knew I can make this much money truck driving. Yeah, hell no, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Especially when all you got to do is drive. You ain't got to, you know, unload and all that shit. Yeah, nigga, I, I sit on my ass all day with a steering wheel in my hand, listening to music and talking to my homeboys. Yep, and getting paid for exactly, it. Exactly, nigga. And I'm, I'm making a, a good amount of money. That's what I'm saying. Like, it. That's 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 wonderful. Like you know, and they just not exposed to it. And it's up to you know uh, people of our age and you know to put them up to it. Yeah, and hey, they got this job opening up at whoop whoop whoop. Go down there and make sure you you know make sure you're right. Some niggas don't even know how to get a job. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and that that's the whole reason I, I did the podcast. Like, that's the whole reason this shit is too much game. Because I feel like it's a lot of motherfuckers older than us who didn't really lace us like we were supposed to get laced up. Like, you know, there was older motherfuckers in my life who I spoke to who helped me out. But it wasn't like how a lot of the older niggas who I knew was like, yeah, nigga, when I was your age, you know, Mr. Charlie down the street, you know, he he took me under his wing and he did this and he did that. And I'm like, shit, nigga, wasn't no Mr. Charlie's where the fuck I was at, nigga. You know, I had to chase motherfuckers down to get the information. Like, hey, nigga, how you do this? How you do that? How you do this? Nigga, you know how you do that? Like, you know, like I look at these motherfuckers now, like I told you on the way up here. Like, I feel like we one of the first generations to do worse than the generation before us. Like, the generation before us, like, you look at all the niggas on Crenshaw. When I was little, them niggas was in their 20s. Nigga, when I was in my 20s, I was doing all right, but I wasn't doing like them niggas was doing. And, you know, the thing is, like, me and my dad would talk about the economy was a lot worse for me coming out of high school than it was for them. Like, when they came out of high school, they came out of high school into a booming economy. Mm-hmm. So when they came out of high school, they was getting good-ass jobs. They was getting state jobs and city jobs and Department of Water and Power and all types of shit. That shit wasn't available for me growing up. Like, when I got out of high school, nigga, it was warehouse, fast food, or... Warehouse. Exactly. Like, <laughs> factory, nigga. Like, some, some bullshit. Like, it wasn't a lot of jobs for niggas our age coming out of high school. Nowadays, 
these younger niggas, like, they got, you know, you can start an online business. It's a lot easier to start a business nowadays than it was when we was coming up. Because, like, nowadays, to start a clothing line, they got websites where you just send them your design and a little lump sum of cash, and they'll send you printed-up shirts. They'll send you embroidered hats. They'll send you all types of shit. Like, there's so much access to information now that we didn't have when I was coming out of high school. It's like, God damn. Nigga, they got Uber. Exactly. If you got a car, you can make money. Like, it's a, a if you got a computer, like, they got all this shit where you can do surveys and they'll send you money. Like, it's a gang of shit little niggas could do nowadays to make money. But this ain't old niggas saying, oh, y'all niggas got it easy. Because you don't. You know, the economy is fucked up. The president on some bullshit. Like, nigga, it, it ain't never been easy to, to be young. Mm-hmm. You know? And I understand that shit. You know? So don't get down on yourself because being young is difficult. But at the same time, if, if you stay running your race and stay on your grind and stay doing your shit and stay learning... That's the number one shit as a young motherfucker. Always stay learning. Always be open to new information because that's what's going to push you forward in life. The more you know, the more you can do. The the more motherfuckers who you keep around you that are positive, the, the better off you'll be. A lot of life is nepotism. It's, it's who you know. You get around the right motherfuckers, a lot of the jobs you're going to get in your life it's going to come from somebody you know. Some relationship that you built. So as a young motherfucker, keep that in mind. Always be trying to align yourself with motherfuckers who doing well in life. Always try to align yourself with motherfuckers who moving forward in life. Because that's what's going to push you forward. You know. And the practical wisdom, you know, always stay learning. Always build the right relationships. And always be open to new information. Keep an open mind. Because a lot of what you focused on might not be what puts you where you're supposed to be. You know, you might have had your mind set on being a rapper. And then through rap, you ran into a nigga who taught you how to be an engineer. And now that's what you end up doing. You know, because a lot of the producers in hip hop were rappers. But they wasn't that good. But they was dope as fuck at making beats. So that became they lane. You know, a lot of motherfuckers, you met a nigga when you was playing basketball in college. Like a a Rich Paul. I'm sure Rich Paul probably thought he was going to play in the NBA. But he ended up being one of the, the, the greatest agents that we've seen in modern history. You know, a lot of what you, you try to go into might not be what you end up in. So always keep an open mind because, you know, whatever you do, you can always be doing better. So always keep around motherfuckers who push you to do better, who inspire you to do better, and who show you better so you can be better. And I'm going to drop the microphone on that shit. This has been your host, Young Dolomite of the Too Much Game Podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. Oh, Ben the Tomahawk Ready. Yeah, aka Tomahawk, <laughs> aka the Blueprint One, aka the Pod Father. If you would like to support us financially, 
it is patreon.com slash townhouse media town e house media um support all the townhouse media podcasts motherfucking seriously not another podcast friday nights nine ish nine ish no rules wednesday evenings five ish cat versus dog sundays three ish and too much game five ish all the townhouse media podcasts we the ish god damn it <laughs> and um this has been brought to you by uh warren gold clothing uh warrengoldco.com seven saturdays clothing uh con artists at c-a-h-n artists on instagram artist harvey con you motherfuckers next week man same bad time possibly same bad channel all streaming platforms especially popcorn i ain't here to help you get bitches i'm here to help you get better too much game McDonald's, choose between two buttery McChicken biscuits, two pillowy chicken McGriddles, or one of each for just three bucks. It's a brand new taste and a whole new breakfast. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Say Metro by T-Mobile. Got the best deal in wireless. And it's all for you. All for me. Just switch quickly. Because Metro has two lines for 80. And two Samsung Galaxy J7 Star phones for free. Plus Amazon Prime included. That's the way wireless should be. Only at Metro. Plus sales tax and activation fee. $50 plus rate plan required. Not valid for numbers currently on T-Mobile Network or on Metro in past 90 days. Offer subject to change. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Amazon Prime has a $12.99 per month value. Restrictions apply. See store for details and terms and conditions. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.